Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Round three is in the books. We missed out on most of the HIAs, not a whole lot of suspension, so overall, a much better round. Then what two was, and looking forward to round four, I think it actually will present a fair few issues and potential pitfalls in your sides with a lot of us having Roosters players. We're now finding out our sort of outside backs are sort of struggling a little bit. The emergency players, those cheapies there, we're noticing a few of them that aren't performing as well as we'd hoped, and you know a couple of them are now out of the side. You look at guys like Tommy Talao, who's a red dot in our 21 for the majority of players. Guys like Ben Murdoch-Masilla come out and have played pretty poorly compared to what he dished out in those trials. So very frustrating. You know, it was very hard to fade someone that was going to get high minutes in on, in an edge position for a team that you know, we didn't think it was going to be great, but they've actually performed better than, uh, than what we even hoped for. You know, guys like Warbrick, for example, we have a little bit of concern that he might lose his spot this week, especially with how pissed Craig Bellamy was at the end of that game. You're looking at this people squad, for example, and, and guys like Isaiah Katoa uh, scoring sort of okay at best. You know, he's up a little bit of cash now. Got down to 220 and now is up to 253. But Ben Murdoch-Masilla is there. We've got Dury out injured, so that's something that we need to contend with. Tommy Talao, and then hopefully Jackson Ford comes back into this side, especially with Curran out for a little bit of time as well with this hit pointer injury. Yeah, we're sitting there with Adam Dewey, who is carrying a bit of a foot issue, and it sounds like it's something that he'll be able to play through, but isn't delightful there. And he did get moved back to fullback. So again, another worry that we have to look at in this side. So overall here, we're looking at a team that hasn't performed too well over the first few weeks there with 775 in this one, an overall rank of 31,741. Now that is not good at all. So as I said there, we've got a bunch of players that we stress about, a lot of lower scores in here. You're looking at our half position. Cleary and Dewey is awesome. Carrying Tanner Boyd, thankfully he did come out and score the 42. He did come back from that HIA. But we're looking at a captaincy option that didn't pan out. If we picked someone like Payne Haas, then there's an extra 30 points we would have in our side. We'd be sitting with an 805 and not stressing too much with an overall rank sort of in the in the low 20,000s, which again, with this start, is is not very good at all. This people squad is very much used to starting really well. We're very much a team that that kicks off in that top thousand and all blame should go to Scoop. What do you guys think? Nah, we love that, man. Uh, the people, we've got we to step up. 
So if we're looking at this squad, what trades would we make? We do have 167K in the bank. Just have that in mind, guys. You're looking at the hookers, the mids there. No stress there at all with obviously Haas and Carrigan both scoring lower than what they have in previous weeks. We did bring in Torhul this week. And the 51, still got the 80 minutes. How long can he play 80 minutes for? That's going to be the big question mark here. We're looking at that position and we're not worried about those two at all. We have the cover in Boydy for our hooking position, which is great. We've got plenty of cover in the mids. If you're looking at the edges, obviously Trent Leoro didn't have a terrific game, but you've got Preston and Katoa there. So clear, great options in that one. 40 is cover Trent Leoro as well in that position there. We obviously traded him in I think around two as well. So he hasn't performed super well in that time since we've traded him in. So yeah, look, most of the guys we brought in haven't performed to their peak since we've popped them in, which you know can happen time to time. We look at the halves position and Adam Dewey and Cleary is not a stress there. Awesome. But Dewey, if he potentially plays one or he's carrying a bit of an injury, is a slight worry. But you know, with Laurie being back fairly soon, I don't think that fullback chat is going to be around for too long. Harley Smith Shields is obviously a bit of a low one as well with the 20 that he picked up in this game. There was a fair few points scored in this one, but obviously against the Sharks, you know, Jesse Ramian on his side there, it's not a not an easy matchup. And it's something that we need to address in this side is that center position. So the 167K in the bank, how can we address this center position? Guys like Jack Bird could be obviously a solo one, but who would you trade out in this side? Matt Dury would be one for sure. Where else would you go? Tanner Boyd's probably worth holding him as cover for the half and the hooking position until he's out next week in round five. I'd, I'd probably suggest that. Guys like Ben Murdoch Masilla and, and Tommy Talau are guys that you know we're, we're not looking to keep long term, but that 167K, it kind of gets us up to maybe a Sloan or a Perham. But other than that, you know, what kind of options can we have there? Our wing fullback guys cannot play in the centers. So as I said, where where do you move from here? And that is a slight worry. You know, do you move on from guys like Ford just because he is that little bit more expensive? You know, Tamari Martin, thankfully for us in this people squad, came out and had a good game and got the fifty two. But you know, all the all the top guns, that's a, a slight issue with having a lot of money up top, which we're seeing at the moment, is a lot of these guys now are trying to move on a lot of players are trying to move on from mid range guys. Some keeper level guys, like we saw Cleary get traded on last week for guys like Reese Walsh, for guys like Preston, you know, to, to free up some money for the centers and the wing fullback. And it's just something that we don't have a lot of a lot of cash available for. So yeah, very, very tough times, I think, for the people squad and, and some decisions need to be made here. You know, do we free up a little bit of cat? If Dewey is, is hampered by an injury, do we go down from him to an SJ to, to someone that little bit cheaper, for example, and you know, allow us to upgrade one of our centers. That could be the way we play it. We have banked one trade so far. If, we, if we're able to downgrade someone and use that extra bit of cash from like a Dury or a Talau or a Murdoch Masilla to get a, you know, a really strong fullback, a really strong center, something like that, could be the play here because there is a little bit of a stress that Warbrick loses his spot in this side. And if that's the case, then we probably will continue to have to play Harley Smith Shields and we might have to try and get a Sloan, a Perham, a, uh, yeah, a Walshy or something like that in this side. So yeah, very worrisome at the moment because you wouldn't want to trade guys like Eli Katoa at the moment who are scoring really well. Trent Leora you probably could look at, but I still think he's probably worth another couple of weeks. There were so many points in that game and he is a base stat type of guy. So Trent could probably keep a spot on your side. But yeah, we were a team here that, that went for a lot of cheapies in the emergencies and also 
the centers and the wing fullback. And this is sometimes when it can, yeah, it, it can hurt you basically. So Cleary back into this side and there's going to be decisions that need, some decisions that need to be made. That's for sure. So yeah, interesting times. That's for sure with the people squad at the moment. Let's go to a few of the rankings here at the moment. So you can see my rank there. I did improve this week, which was lovely, but we're sitting there 411 points behind the team number one. Squad value and team value is something that's very important. So I'm sitting there with 112K in the bank, which is nice, which is nice and, and probably needed. You're looking at the team coming first. They're sitting with 180 in the bank there. 11.2 is the squad value. And the team, pretty solid, to be honest with you. You've got Harry, you've got Murray and Haas up top. Fafita and, and Gilbert with plenty of cash in that position. Started great, obviously, with Johnson and Trindle. Trindle's another player that most likely this week, I hope so, uh, we have to make a decision on with Heinze coming back. But he's done a great job. He scored really well after that 30 odd in the first game. Back-to-back 54s and you know, picks up 142k in price rises. So does he end up on the bench? I'm not exactly sure. He probably deserves to have a, a spot in this side. But he's someone that needs to be most likely traded out. You know, Perham, Trevojevic, Walsh and Sloan in this squad. And playing Warbrick on the bench there. Keeping Liam Martin on the emergencies. Who obviously has had a couple of good games for... This number one team to start off with, Sonny Luke in there, Isaiah Katoa and Cam Pereira. So even you know, these cheapies that we didn't think were going to go too well, they've actually made a little bit of cash. Cam you know, Pereira's up to 234 now. Happy days for him. Sloan's done a great job to kick things off, 324. Perham's in there at 369. Cartwright obviously there as well, who picked up a couple of points overnight. And Matt Dury went down the one, which was a little bit annoying, but is what it is on that one. Yeah, started with Hammer as well at 489 now, has gone up plenty of cash. So obviously he's picked all of the right players, whether it was starting with in round one or trading two uh, in rounds two and three. If you're looking at all the squad values, 11.2, you've got 10, uh, basically 11 there. You've got 11.1, almost 11 as well, 11.1. So really majority of the teams haven't been super successful, especially scoring that many points in their, in their team value building. This team number seven has 3.73. So sorry, 11.37 there in, in the total team value. And, and that's obviously 600, uh, 600K away from my squad, which you know, can definitely make up that. But that's the biggest issue with starting a little bit poor is you've got a bunch of guys going down in value. If you're not trading them out, it's not the worst thing ever, but you want to be improving that week in, week out, and obviously missing out on Trindle. And you know, a couple of my guys not scoring super well hasn't worked out great for me there. But they're all it's the squad values. And we'll go to our second, our third teams here in this one and discuss them. Harry Grant up top, Hopgood, Stefano, Utikamano, it worked out well, obviously, with that try last week and in the big tackle numbers. This one, starting with Teague over Butcher, definitely the play. Hammer, Luttrell has been good. Tommy in the last couple of weeks as well. Mitch Moses the week before last was good. You know, Reedy, Cheekam, having Cheekam has gone up incredibly well. Obviously there, played Glory, has Jack Hetherington, has Talau, has Warbrick. So Hetherington, obviously not a great selection. Isaiah Katoa. Definitely a bunch of decisions need to be made in this team as well because Blory doesn't have to start anymore. Does Dry Arrow come back this week? Katoa probably you don't want to play week on week. Hetherington, not great. Garner's obviously going to be helpful for him. Warbrick, not great at the moment. Talau, not great. So even teams like this still have a lot of issues in their side. So just have that, keep that in mind, guys, that everyone is going through something in, in their squads and you know, it's not always perfect. This team is brought in uh, Leo Thompson, which was you know, obviously pretty cool. Started with Fafita, started with Hughes as well, potentially. Uh, Will Penasini, uh, another great option that I've been speaking about there. 
and you know, the bench here, Kalamatangi, Cartwright, Katoa, and Carrigan. Just playing all the perfect players. You know, sitting there with Franklin Pele, Blory, Katoa, and Khan Pereira. So still not great either. You know, you, you replace one of them with a Ben Metal Casilla that I have in my side. And you know, everyone has, as I said, three to four issues in their side at the moment that need to be fixed up and improved. Jacko number four. So we'll go through four and five, and then we'll go back to my side there. An 8.28 in this round. So again, nothing spectacular. Averaging, these guys are all averaging just under 900, apart from the leader who has a 40-point lead to start off. Chris, who is a Cowboys fan. Good man. Uh, but in this side here, we've got Ruben Cotter at 38. So again, not great. Captaining Reed Marnie. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, having Jack Whiten, who's not fantasy relevant. Other guys in here that are fantasy relevant. Obviously, Campbell Graham started really well. Hopgood playing Mowali, playing Menok Masila, playing Utakamanu has... Siwa Wong, who should never have been an option. Trey Mooney should never have been an option. Has Dylan Edwards and Sonny Luke. So Ben Melkmasila, Davin Wiley. There's plenty of issues in these sides, guys. So if you have a good couple of weeks now, make up sort of 100k on uh, 100 points a week on these couple of teams, you're going to be in that top sort of 500 to 1,000 and hopefully improving with team value. You can see here the 10.969. That is because he has a bunch of players in that side that aren't performing really well and making money down below. This team here at 11.1 is Randall. So shout out, shout out to Randall here. If any of you guys watch my channel, I appreciate that for one. Uh, but jump in and uh, in the comments and let me know if I've gone through your team here. Also, guys, just before we go on with this side, just want to make sure that you know you're going through all those gems that I'm I'm posting at the moment. All my analysis for each of the players, the Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday wrap up, are all there, ready to go. So before you ask, go to ask a question in the comments, guys. Jump in there, check those ones out. I do go through every relevant player. I uh, know I would personally appreciate that. Um, watching as many of the videos as you can, it just really helps me uh, keep this keep this going. So thank you there. But this one, the final one of this top five, Grant Carrigan, Gilbert Harris. Gilbert's definitely a solid option, guys. 624 now. He's a funky one for sure. Ilias, Trindle, Alamodi, Lemuelu, all great options. You know, Tommy Dwojevic is 70, Payne Hass on the bench, Preston, King, Cotter. Uh, and again, some issues here in the back with uh, with Chans and, and Warbury, Camprera and Katoa. So that's the uh, that's the five there, guys. And we'll move it to to my team now, and then we'll go through a couple of the leagues there as well. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, so my squad here in round three, we picked up an 809 and was really happy with my trades. The only th the only thing I could have done a little bit better 
was keep Tanner Boyd and trade out Egan Butcher. I just thought that he would be able to... I was going to trade him out this week anyway, but I just thought he'd be able to outscore Tanner Boyd. Obviously, didn't by five. Um, and now I don't have the cover, which, I, again, I would have... If I went that way, I would have got rid of Boyd anyway. So five points difference. Nothing crazy there. Brought in Robson. Was really happy with that. 52 at halftime. Absolutely amazing. Picked up the extra 22. Wasn't anything crazy in the second half, but that's that. And also Tommy Chester. So got him for 35 points. That was helpful. Yeah, the trade-outs there were were Tanner Boyd, which is good, and Drinkwater, who, you know, Chester's already scoring better than him. So happy days there. If you look at the side, I have three players out, and I did loot Matty Dury, who picked up the 29 and didn't play Medoc Masilla with the 13. So my bench picks worked out well this week, thankfully. If we're looking up top, Murray got his 63, which was much better than the week before. Tick. Payne Hass is captain, also a tick. You know, the other options in this side would have been Murray. Uh, so he only got two points extra than that, which was cool. And then Robson was the other option there. Looking down the line, Egan Butcher has been a, a bad pick overall. He couldn't really play much worse for, for what we've seen from him. So unfortunate miss. Would have liked and preferred to have had someone like T. Wilton, who'd be have about a 60K, 70K swing on him and sort of 10 points average better each and every week, but that is that. He had a really tough round one, and, and so we'll be moving on from him this week. I do have the 112K, as I said, in the bank, guys, so that's going to be used over this week to get a center. At a minimum, I need I need a center with Suwili out, so I think we're going to hold him. He has the cover for the wing full whack, which is going to be good. Likely might, you know, might need that over the next few weeks with guys like Warbrick maybe losing their spot. If he loses his spot this week, I need to get a center and a wing fullback. And that would be a little bit frustrating because if I do that, I then have, well, thankfully I do, I do then have cover. But yeah, who do we get from that wing fullback position? Who do we get from the centers? Potential trade outs this week, we'll speak about in a sec, but let's go through the other players there. Cartwright's been great since we brought him in. He's up to 427 now. So looks like he should keep his spot with even with Madison coming back you'd likely see Madison on that right edge or through the middle so I think Cartwright's spot in the team is pretty safe he's been doing a job for them even without them winning so it's hard to really drop all of them but he could be a scapegoat but they don't really have too many other options do they so Sean Lane likely to be back in round five or six so hopefully another round at least from Cartwright and we look to move him on sort of closer to 460 470 480 uh, if he gets a chance on the bench, then yeah, maybe we can eke out a couple more uh, yeah, price rises from him, but unlikely from that bench there. So he's done a job. Adam Dewey, we're obviously stressed about with his foot, you know, paying all that extra money, as I spoke about in the Sunday wrap. His average now is under 50 for the year, and that's not exactly what you want when we're hoping for him to average 60. So this can happen. Random weeks, week in, week out, you know, things happen there. You know, we spoke about Ryan Sutton, who was looking really good over the first couple of weeks. He looked great in that first half and then just didn't record the points in the second one. And now you've got TPJ back and he's someone that you need to make a decision on as well. He should be okay, but those big 40, high 40s, kind of 50 score there may be behind him with the, the minutes that he might get with TPJ returning. Lockie Ilias, we have made sort of like 40K on him and two average scores. So yeah, not great, but he's definitely someone that could use his money as a, as a trade-up or a trade-down option over the next few weeks. And that's kind of the okay thing with having sort of mid-rangers there. It's easy to go up and down with those guys. If a good cash cow comes up, you could drop down. And, you know, it's easy to, easier to get to a 600, 700K type of player who's scoring well in your side. So 
that's the thoughts with Elise at the moment. Keeping Cleary is go- is going to be a godsend with with Dewey out. Uh, sorry, with Dewey not playing amazingly last week, and just the Tigers' merry-go-round as to how they like to to play him and and move him to center, move him to fullback. What do we even say on oh, no, on Mr. Adam Dewey and the uh, the Tigers debacle? They get a new coach, and it all stays the same anyway. So center, as I said, Tuli out. So I'm going to have to get a center this week. Options, I have the 112K. I could go Egan Butcher straight to a Jack Bird, which would be cool, I think. Ooh, maybe not. Have to check that, actually. What's Birdie? Bird is the word. I think he might be actually up on that. We'll, we'll have a look. Ah, uh, 620. No, he's okay. We can go straight to him, which would be cool. That covers, obviously, edge as well. Not, not that we need many <laughs> any edges at the moment, but center would be cool. There's obviously guys like Hammer that could throw in at a cheaper price. There's uh, Lemuelu, who looks like he'll get, if they don't fight, Kafusi's charge should get three weeks on that edge and you know getting an edge back rower at a cheaper price could be good because then I could upgrade elsewhere some general thoughts in the moment if Warbrick still plays I will hold him for this week so Ali'i will come down to wing fullback once I have the center locked in so Ali'i for next week in round five he's gonna be that up and down type of score so I think we need to hold him after 25 it'd be easy to rage trade someone like him with a with him having the buy, but I think Egan Butcher is uh, in a position where there's so many other good edges that we can move on from him and pick anyone to get some cover, to get some good scoring, whereas Suwali'i, it's hard in that center and wing fullback position to get good scoring at the moment. So I think he'll be okay going forward. So Bird, as I said, definitely an option there. I could move up from Ilias to a Johnson uh, if I didn't go for Bird. If I went for Lemuelu, for example, I could go Ilias to Johnson. The other trade-outs in the side, and, and the reason why I wouldn't do something like that is because we have Dury who's going to be out you know, long enough to trade him out. If it's Patella, whatever it is, let's hope it's not ACL. I still haven't heard anything on him. But yeah, he'll be a trade out. He has made us a little bit of cash, 69K there on, on Matty. Ben Merrick-Masilla is the worry, 253K. Tommy Talao is the worry at 226. And the most important t- things at this time is obviously points, but it being able to generate some cash as well. And with those guys being very poor, Ben Merrick-Masilla, who knows where he'll end up this week if he'll even start again but with him not scoring well he's not going to make any cash for us Matty Dury is out he won't be able to make any cash going forward Tommy Talao the same thing hopefully Fordy comes back and with his not super high break even we can start to play him again and you know get some good rises out of him after a few weeks it's going to take a little bit with a you know but if you can get back to high 30s 40s he will start to make some cash so he's definitely not a worry and you know with a similar price point to Matt Dury we can you know, move on from Matty before we go from Ford, given their 34K difference. It's nothing nothing crazy there. But as as we said in the people squad, Cleary coming back into the starting side is just a welcome blessing. You know, to be able to get 809 with still having Cleary in the side, you, you think of a lot of the people that had Cleary, they moved on from his 900K and picked up someone else this week, whereas I did not and you know, we're still able to score okay. So that is good signs for this squad going forward that we can bring Cleary in and sort of make some moves around him. You know, thankfully, I now have Hooker sewn up. It'd obviously be nice to have some cover in that position. You know, Guys like Starling could be a potential option. Mitch Kenny, if he continues to sort of defend really well in the middle, um, have the odd good pass for try assists and stuff like that. So very thankful I started with Preston you know, at 230K. He's picked up 130 and some good scores, and now he's going to be owned by everyone in the world. So yeah, just one of the picks at the start of the year I'm proud of, Eli Gatoa. Um, Obviously, Trent Leoro did did well there. Other than that, yeah, Alamotti, that's about it, really. To the, oh, and Lockie Miller that have been the, the really good calls. Um, 
that I went with anyway. Obviously, yeah, there's a bunch of good calls that a lot of other people went with, and that is great to be at my own team. <laughs> Not great, let's say that, but uh, we're definitely on the on the move, guys. We're, we were 35,000 last week, down to 24. And let's just think of this as a journey. You know, we, we got our, it's going to be our worst official rank of the year, 35,000, 24,000. That's going to be our second official worst rank of the year. And we're just going to build from there. If you have a team that's you know, started pretty poorly as well, let's just have a look at our rankings. Just go bop, 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 each and every week. There's still teams up top in the top 50 that have, that literally started with that first game of the year and one of the, the best score on, on, the, on the first night that are in the top 50 with Storm and Eels players only. So complete luck. The amount of people I'm hearing that are saying, oh, my mate you know, never played fantasy before. He's just thrown a team together and they've all come out and scored pretty well and he's ranked like a 1,000. This will all change. You know, if you're started really poorly, it will improve from here, guys. We're seeing that with my side this week. It was a good improvement in round three, obviously missing all the HAs, all the all the all the craziness there, apart from Dury's injury, but in the back end of his game. Definitely some moves to be made, and you know, most likely we'll be double trading again this week. And you know, depending on how team list goes, that could be the best way to go to continue trying to improve in, in terms of getting good cash generation, but also copying some good scores. Week in, week out, just to improve that rank, get us back into the top 10K and then try to dominate as much as they can through that buy period when a lot of those teams that aren't you know, don't really know what they're doing uh, are going to fade away into the abyss. So you can still see those sort of top five, top 10 teams have pretty solid squads they've built together. So if they continue to make good moves, they are going to most likely be ahead of us across the year, but everyone does make mistakes. You see, you know, week in, week out, I can I can make a mistake. Uh, everyone else does as well. You, you play with your, your your heart instead of your head sometimes, and um, you definitely get it too much in your head and make certain decisions and miss out on certain players You know, with misinformation, sharks. Uh, but that's that in, in that one there. Uh, in terms of anything else we need to speak about, let's go into our leagues and, and have a look at our top scorer in my fantasy league, the NRL Fantasy Analysis Community, where I'm 942nd. So I'm glad I'm teaching all you guys how to play. That's for sure. Yeah, doing a good job there. But big shout-outs to Ryan, Sel, Archie, Mark, uh, Fa'a, Foy? I'll go with that one. Uh, Paul, Jules, AC, Sal, and Shane in the top 10. And just a little scroll down for the other guys. But average points, 890. So where does that put that, Ryan? Yeah, number six overall. So awesome work, Ryan. Thank you for being a part of this. And we didn't go through your awesome, as we'll have a check here uh, with your six overall. And yeah, solid there. And even had you know, Dury's 29, Camprera, Ford, Tarpane with a 56. So overall, a solid side. And this one is, is made correctly. There's no real issues with this one. And I really hope, Ryan, that you can go on and have a cracking bunch of weeks. So yeah, big shout out to those guys. No crazy scores here. And now Jules was absolutely killing it before this week. Got a 751. It'd be actually interesting to have a look at that one. Not in a good, not in a good wicket here. Yes, this is, here we go. This is one of those sides I was talking about. All the Storm, all the Eels players, and then a couple of random trade-ins. Yeah, brought DCE in this week. And that didn't work out perfectly. But that is that league there. And then we'll just look at the private league as well. And I think giving a bit of a shout out to Matty Thompson and go me in the head-to-head -head squads. Fantasy Phil, shout out to you. I had to play him in two different leagues. That's rude. An 850 for you. Got a win in the Revenge of the Broncos. I mean, a bunch of different things there. Uh, the Jamie Brown fan club, Talking League pocket. They have a lot of people in there one. So congrats to all those guys. And yeah, they won the Gar Gargarov Cup by seven points, which is cool. And yeah, the private group. So what we see there is Matty T up top. 
averaging 8.38. So not superstar efforts in the private group at the moment. Overall rank of 6.17. Puts him in a great spot to be able to do good things and 1,200 here. So there was about 100 people in this private group. So yeah, so some decent scores. Big shout out to Ryan, Tony, Aobi, Brody in that top five. Then Ryan, Sam, Liam, Phil into ninth, which is good with his uh, 850 and Josh to round out that top 10. So yeah, plenty of prizes at the moment going out. We had this week was the top five scorers in your side, in your 17, uh, getting a prize and the top and the bottom five scorers. So those that you had a really, really shocking score in the in the low 700s or something like that, most likely won that one. But a big shout out to Kobe here in 23rd position with an 885 and some good scorers there. But that's the uh, round results video, guys. As I said, plenty of moves that you can make to very much improve your squads going forwards. And I hope you uh, are able to do that over the next few weeks and get your position right back up near the top of these leaderboards. Good luck all and have a good one.